Ask me. I ask you what? How your day was? How my day at work was. Oh. <laughs> Lynn, how was I? That's so bitchy, though. <laughs> Lynn, how was your day at work? <laughs> LOL. Let's get into that. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Peaches. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Peaches podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Nicole. And this is the Let's Talk Peaches podcast. Yeah. And well, well, no. <laughs> how's so, your day been? Today's been fun. I went to Sam's Club to do a pickup. Got got some snacks. Got some lots of tomatoes. Mom did the order and she got mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. She got us, ooh, cauliflower poppers. I, uh, no, I, she asked me if she should get those. I was oh, like, good choice, for good sure, choice, put good them choice. in the cart. You've got a little something on your, no other side, sorry down no you didn't you need what yeah. is it i don't know oh. you got it though that might be cilantro <laughs> interesting okay, well. so this week we're talking about unemployment the reason why we've decided to talk about unemployment is because it's a big deal right now right it's every a lot of people can relate a lot of people have gone through some sort of unemployment or are unemployed, whether you've been furloughed or laid off. Rona has really been tearing through the town and affecting everyone's lives. So I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to. It, it can be a painful thing to go through for some people. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to be, I think is what we've learned from preparing for this episode and talking to some people who are going to be uh, making some PGO presence in this episode. Yeah. I would think that you should tell your experience with unemployment so far. Yeah. So for those of you that do not know, I'm a producer director and I used to, used to, spoiler alert, work for a company called VaynerX, but because of Corona, I was laid off. I was one of the, I guess I'll say lucky people. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what exactly my story is. My story is when it happened, I cried. The emotion that I felt was very similar to the emotions I felt when I would go through a breakup, which kind of goes back to that idea of rejection when we're going through a breakup, uh, when we're going through a separation that is involuntary. There's always going to be a sense of rejection. And in my head, I know a majority of this decision was made not based on my performance and I mean my bosses told me this has nothing to do with your performance like really uh, but it's like how can I not I couldn't help but go over like I'm I clearly wasn't an essential part of the team otherwise how could they even thought to have let me go but I mean it's like those are kind of unproductive thoughts I know I'm confident in what I do and I know that I am good at what I do I guess I was I was sad and hurting emotionally for about 48 hours I would say uh, intensely. <laughs> uh, peak pain for peak, 48. Peak eight. pain for me was about 48 hours. People were like checking in with me and that didn't know. Like, obviously, I, I have work friends that checked in immediately and were like, I'm so sorry. Like, this is so sad. And, you know, it's kind of, it was one of those things that no matter what anyone's going to say to you, you're still going to feel. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not, I'm not in a good place. I'm not going to feel like people that reached out to me literally, uh, Minutes later, I was like, I need some time. I can't even look at this right now. I feel embarrassed. Um, And then people that never reached out to me, I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
noted. It's a catch twenty two. It is a catch twenty two. But it's but it's also I knew that, and I also like now looking back at it, I'm I responded to all of the people in my own time that I wanted to, and everybody and was totally, understanding. Yeah, it's totally okay. Um, and I mean, it's a sense. It's a sensitive thing for me, at least. It was a sensitive thing. It was the first time I had been released from a job involuntarily. It stings. It I don't stings. think anything can prepare you for it if you've never experienced anything like it. And you say it's like a breakup, but it's different. It's similar, but different. Similar in the ways of you're disrupting a comfort yeah. in the daily patterns. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I was the most happy at my job. Like I, No. There were really good parts about it, and I appreciate my time there. But I definitely think that my time was coming to an end, whether it was them or me. For sure. Um, The most painful thing is the rejection. Like, it wasn't my choice. I didn't pull the trigger, if you will. And the fact that, okay, I had a salary (laughs) and a 401k that was stable, and and it supplied me with a pretty good financial life, if you like, especially for a 25 year old. And I worked, you know, I worked my way up a little bit. And now that's now I'm now I'm starting over. And especially some of the things that were said to me as I was leaving. I really was like, I feel as though I am back at 22 years old. And I need to start over. But but that wasn't true. Yes. And that is not true. And I have a lot of I now have a lot of experience. I'm not starting over. I am moving forward. And that's kind of where I've where I'm at now and I'm since I have I started an LLC with some other co- like former co-workers of mine slash my friends uh, and we have started our own LLC to work on projects together I have what's it called it's called one again productions you can wow. find us on Instagram and on LinkedIn um, and my my lovely sister Nicole, co-host. Co- my lovely sister and co-host Nicole, um, has done the logo for us. So, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, um, happy to help. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to think of. My story was it was painful, but it's okay. I leaned into. I leaned into my family, I leaned into my friends, and I leaned into the uncomfortable feeling, and processed it. And I think after some time leaned into all of the open time that mm. you now ha- had and how am I how am I going to be productive? And I yeah. think you have been. And part of that was this podcast. Part of that was your LLC. Yeah. Part of that is for us kind of laid off during Corona. The world has paused. Yes. And I really can't, especially I was laid off back in April especially back then, there was really nothing I could do. <laughs> I prepped my resume and I updated my website and kind of got ready and geared up for the job search. But I knew I wasn't going to be landing a job, especially in video production anytime in the next couple of months. I was like, I'm in for it. <laughs> it's going to be a second. And that's okay. You I signed up for my unemployment. Financially, I was doing, you know, I have some space. I have this chunk of time where it's okay. I, I don't know. I tried to find the silver lining in it all um, and just remain calm and obviously remain calm and process the waves of anxiety that come with it because I'm someone that I like to have something to do. I like to be working towards something, working on something. <laughs> Hence, you know, I didn't just go on vacation. I didn't treat it like a vacation. I treated it like um, I get to kind of reevaluate what I want to do and 
and try and repoint my nose in the right direction for myself. So for me, I definitely want to create, like we both, you know, we wanted to create something together. We wanted to do something for ourselves. Um, And so we've started this podcast. I really leaned into my projects that I was working on for myself, like the passion projects, which has been really exciting. So yeah, that's kind of, that's, that's my story. I think, yeah, that's good. That's good enough. You seem to be... Uh, I don't want to say in a better place, but you you seem to have less stress as before. Just I'm more sure it's, positive stress. Yeah, more positive stress. If I'm less... stressed at all, it's like I'm stressed about I'm stressed about what the future holds. <laughs> of course, I'm as, stressed as about. We all are. It's like if I look up and it's two p.m. and I haven't really done anything, I'm like, oh god, I hate myself. <laughs> I need to be productive in some way, and whether that's like I haven't listened to a podcast that like enlightened me, mm-hmm. or I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gone for a walk i haven't meditated or or, or done anything positive done for yourself. anything positive for myself yet and and like i don't have a plan to so i need to like at least make a plan to but like it's all gonna be fine i'm positive like i feel i feel good i know that i'm gonna be fine and i'm excited about whatever next thing there is out there for me yeah i i remember the day that you got let go and you were pretty unhappy I think this was the sec. I told you this was the second best scenario of how you could leave because Mm -hmm. best option would be that you would have quit and had another job to go to just in terms of salary safety. Mm -hmm. But anyone who's getting laid off now, it cannot be held against them. And I do think the first couple weeks that you were home and you you got every time you got off the phone, you were you were unhappy, you were stressed, you felt I was like I was crying. I cried. I got off every time I got off a conference call, I cried and I was like, I know that they're going to be doing layoffs. It's going to be happening and I know it's going to be me. But that also being said, this is my own personal experience, my perspective, my side of the story. So and I know I'm not perfect, but I mean, again, I can't stress it enough. And I don't even know, like, I don't know how I feel (laughs) about how vulnerable I want to be. But I just I wish everyone from that company Uh, the absolute best and I think most of the people there wish me the absolute best and I know that I've left with a lot of really good friends that are honestly that have already been PTOs are are PTOs this in this episode I have left with so many amazing people in my heart so I had a lot of really good experiences there I definitely grew a lot as a professional this was an important step this job was an important step in my journey in my life in my journey and uh and it was just time for it to come to an end yep it was just done it was time for it to come to an end um because I believe because there's because it's time for me to take the next step it's time for me to push myself further it's time like another thing is coming my way and I'm excited to to do the work to feel to figure out what that is um and I hope that this podcast is part of it yeah. uh and yeah so that's my that's where I was that's what happened where I was when it first happened and where I currently am um and how I feel and what I'm in my thoughts and feelings are about it now yeah with that said, I think we can move on to our first chemio. Oh my Kimio. god, <laughs> our first PTO of the episode. Yeah. So this is Michael Santiel. He is an art director, like a really funny, lovely human being, very talented. Um, he and I, Lindsay, worked together. So we were he and I were left both laid off in the same wave. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
But okay, so we're going to play his moment. And just as a disclaimer, Mike really wanted to hop on the phone and chat with us. And we told him, we're just going to let let you go. We're going to ask you a few questions and let you go. So we're not going to interrupt you. But since you, you're, you're probably going to hear us because we can't keep our mouths shut. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, can't, you can't expect us to have a conversation with Michael Santilla and not, and not have a conversation with him. Right. So this was pre-recorded like a day or two ago, um, us on the phone with Mike Santilla. I'm Michael St. Hill, um, and I'm here. <laughs> Love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. You too, <laughs> uh, okay, and what does or did unemployment mean to you? Wow. Um, so unemployment used to mean to me, you're fucked, right? Like, oh, shit, you don't have a job. What are you going to do? That's what it used to mean to me, maybe like 10 years ago. And... Recently, like with everything that's happened lately, I've looked at it more like a really big opportunity to just really focus on yourself and like do the things that you need to do or want to do that you probably weren't able to do. But for now, like now, like unemployment is definitely the opportunity. And plus, it's an opportunity for a lot of employers to snatch up really good and healthy talent. I agree. <laughs> and what have you done during your time of unemployment? And this could be career related or not. Like just, yeah. you know, what you feel has benefited you, what what you would like to share. Well, okay, so I'll share. Uh, I've done a lot, which is kind of interesting, right? So when people know what you, you do and what you brought to the table, I think it really helps out. A lot of my coworkers, people that I used to work with in previous jobs, have reached out and really just been really key to like my success while I've been unemployed. So I've been able to find a lot of like freelance gigs off of that. I've done some work for Jordan Brand, which, as you know, like I'm a sneaker lover. So like, mm-hmm. as as the old sneaker head at you know my old company, I I really made an impact to somebody to actually have them reach out. So that was great. Still great. That's still going. I recently did a project for voter awareness, which I got to do through uh, my mentor, Mike Perry, and his wife, Anna Wolf. Uh, She's like a really amazing photographer, but I've had an opportunity to create a postcard and some uh, digital like assets for for this great group in Philadelphia uh, that's leading the charge for, for voter awareness in November. So yeah, I've been I've been staying busy and I'm happy. I'm happier taking care of myself. I joined. I've been a part of this run club for some time now, so that's been definitely like keeping me like out and about and just like taking care of myself, which I don't think I used to do as much before. Nice. You busy, girl. Yeah, this is, yeah, I've been busy. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty bizarre, but, like, at the same time, it's, like, it's just refreshing. It's, like, nice, like, right? Like, right. People oh, say yeah. stuff like, oh, don't, uh, don't go, don't stay where you're tolerated, you know, and kind of, like, go where you're appreciated type stuff. Totally. And, like, you really, you really see that, like, especially now. Like, when things get hard, like, you really see who's going to come through for you and who's not, and it's just, like, eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you feel the phrase, get back on your feet, means? I, I have no idea. <laughs> like, you're always on your feet. Like, I don't understand, get back on your feet. So I got I got laid off 
does that mean like I all of a sudden stop doing what I'm good at? Like, no. So get back on my on your feet. I, I think it's different for everybody, but I don't think I was ever off my feet. I've always been like on my game. I'm just like really don't know how to answer that question. We're over here like shaking our heads with our eyes closed, like yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's so crazy. You know, like some people need to hear like something motivational, but when you really look at it, as long as you're like trying to be productive and doing something that makes you really happy. I don't think you're ever not on your feet. Yeah. You know? Or even, like, I feel like get back on your feet, get back on the horse associates it with, you know, like, you've you've fallen down. Where, yeah. And that's part of, like, what we don't, what we're, part of what we're trying to do is, is like, it, it does. I feel like not, it's, it wasn't as much of a fall. It's not this. It's not a fall. It's more of a, just a step forward, and it's a, a growing change, pain. A change in your journey. And it may feel, unco- yeah. it may be uncomfortable, and it's not yeah. that you're down. It's just that it's a little rough right now. I guess, I guess in, like, in my situation, I didn't really feel like I fell off a horse or had mm-hmm. to get back on my feet. I felt like I got tossed out of a house, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, all right, well, that's cool, and I'm just going <laughs> to. Or maybe the best, the best way to phrase this, have you ever been kicked out of a club? Like, you're having a lot of fun, and apparently maybe you went a little too far or something happened, and, like, you got kicked out of a club. I mean, we've never been kicked out of a club, have we? Well, anyway. <laughs> you, you just go to the next one, and, like, you're going to get in. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, that's one way to look at it. No, I think that's really funny. <laughs> And a really interesting metaphor. Because, I know, yeah. I mean, like, I'm from Miami, so uh. there has to be some type of reference there. From a past life, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, do you have any other, like, snippets or kind of advice to give to people that, like, may be going through something similar or someone that may have to lay someone off in the near future I think if you ever are in that situation, you kind of have to, like, come to an understanding that, like, a lot of the stuff is just not your fault, especially now. Like, uh, some of it could have been, like, dealt with a lot better. You know, like, you know, I remember being a week before I was laid off, I was on, like, a video call with someone, and they were talking about how healthy the business was, but that was definitely not true so I think if you're an employer you need to just be a little bit more transparent and like not bullshit people and waste their time the same way you want to want them to do or waste waste your time right right and if it happens to you trust me there's so much to do and once that time is freed up of and maybe you were happy doing what you were doing or maybe you weren't happy but like just to have time for yourself to kind of like reset helps you shouldn't look at like this bad unfortunate thing at all like it's just that's what it is right now 2020 is crazy and like if if you have a moment to kind of like reset and like rethink what you want to do you, you got to take it if anything this is to, to some people this is probably like a blessing mm-hmm mm-hmm is there anything else you want to, like, shout out or say? Yeah, shout out my Perry, shout out Anna Wolf, shout out Mike Hoffman, shout out Jordan Brand. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. 
Um, no or how do how exactly do you want? That's a kind of personal question. What do you, how do you want to be called? Do you want Santiel? Do you want Mike? Do you want Michael no, Santiel? Call me Mike, Michael. I mean Santiel. Everyone. I mean that's like yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everyone called me Santiel at my job. Right. My real friends call me Michael, Mikey, or Mike. Or, Copy. Yeah. Okay. You guys can call me like Michael or Mike, like a real friend, you know? Aww. Don't have to be Goals. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, this was awesome. Said, and yeah, we I love, think we, we love everything. You said so many good things. I'm, I'm just glad I could help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if obviously, if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out. We're here for you. Um, Got you. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Unless, oh, awesome. yeah. Well, uh, I'm so happy uh, I was selected in this, this little thing that you're doing, and I, I love it. Yeah. So, um, thank you so much. I just really enjoyed what he said. I really enjoyed his take on it. Yeah, I, it was hard it, to stay quiet. It was very hard because it was just like, oh, yes, yes. Made, it was just like... He was hitting all the marks. For sure. Um, I love what he said about get back on your feet. Yeah, I mean, like, that was... It's true. I, he was like, he was I like, even... What? I reject that. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. He's like... And I just... Which is... So, I yeah. thought he had... He has a wonderful look on it, and I think, you know, everyone should adopt his his thought process with his it. His mentality. Yeah. yeah, because because I think it's spot on. It's just like, he's done some things after. He's like... It, and I love... He says, it doesn't mean that I stop doing what I'm good at. Of course not. Yeah. No. Does that mean I stop doing what I what I'm good at? Yeah. No. Fuck no. Like. <laughs> so I. I and then the metaphor. The oh, club, the club metaphor. The club metaphor. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna. <laughs> when he first said club, I thought he meant like a school club, like drama club, have or you ever been kicked out of a club. Have you ever been kicked out of a club? And I was like, no. And then he's and and then I. I got it a little later. Caught up. I caught up. But at first, yeah, I thought he was talking about like a school club or like a like yoga the chess, club, the chess, chess club. club, something. Yeah. And, I was, and he's like, work. and you know, you go too hard and they kick you out. I was like, what? <laughs> you still didn't get it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I so. thought that was hilarious and super, super accurate. Let us know if you've ever gotten kicked out of a club. We'd love to hear the story. Yeah. And also, if you got kicked out, like, did you, did you go, just, you just go to a next, the next one and get in? Did you decide to go home? <laughs> like, what What happened? Um, we're also super honored that he wanted us to call him Mike. Mike. So, yeah, we friends. So next up, we have Coralie Miller, who is... Who's lovely. Yeah. But she was furloughed, again, at the same time as I was. We used to, you know, work at the same company. If you don't know what furlough means, it's just, like... Y- you're laid off essentially with the hopes of bringing you back in the near future. It's like a temporary layoff. Yeah. You I, don't you're not working and you're not getting paid, but there is an end in sight, hopefully. Hopefully. Not guaranteed, but hopefully. Coralie was one of the people that was laid off or was furloughed for 6 months. So, and we just asked her to shed some light. So she's kind of like halfway through her layoff. Yeah. Or her furlough. Right. Um, this is my voice memo for your podcast. Woohoo! Uh, formerly, before my furlough, I was a talent manager and a manager of people operations for a multimedia company. In many ways, I think I still feel so torn up about my unemployment experience. 
and partially that's because it was a furlough. The cord was cut, but not forever, if I so choose, and so I have to think on that constantly. But as I already said, this moment where the decision is made for you is so tough to grapple with, and I think some days I really am still grappling with it, versus in the beginning of this time period when I almost didn't allow myself to feel anything, and that wasn't really helping either. So when I look back at my unemployment experience now, I feel really grateful for the fact that it's an opportunity to evaluate what I want next and then head forth with that in mind. But being given the space and time to do that, it came at a price, you know, and that price was something that really hurt for a while that made me feel not good enough or ask myself what was wrong with me why did this happen and then I had to get past that and come over it which has definitely been alleviating and also eye-opening to realize that you're not remotely alone I think now when I think of my unemployment experience it's still stressful it's still scary there's still so many hurdles and unknowns but it is also a uniquely exciting and capable opportunity if I so choose. Yeah, I mean, those waves of anxiety still come and it's like you you just got to process it and remind yourself that it's it's going to be, be fine. Okay. It's going to be fine. It's just all part of the process. And I also wonder, so Corley Corley's about the same age. She's she's the same age as us and uh Santiel is slightly older and so, you know, he's got more life experience and his mentality is so like I mean it was fine I was fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) no problem I mean I'm sure that comes into play a little bit because he's probably he's just like been through more life he's maybe he's done this before or maybe whether whether like maybe a company went under and he was with them or or maybe he was like I don't know has he lived the freelancer life I mean, he's currently living the freelancer life. But did he before? Because I feel like that, I'm, not sure. I'm sure that mentality helps someone going through an unemployment When you're older, spurt. you have more connections, all those yeah, things. Yeah, that's true, So too. I think it's like his emotional, it sounds like his emotional gravel, gravel, whatever, his emotional struggle with, with, with unemployment with unemployment was way less. Little, yeah. he, and, and maybe that's even just as much as like he's a little older, he's more confident in his ability and his, you know, in his... He's Knock like me down. He's like, you know, you know what? It is you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really interesting to discuss the idea of what being back on my feet means when my unemployment is still currently pending. I think overall, being back on my feet means that some of this anxiety that I feel because of the search has lifted that I'm happy with where I end up next, that I feel energized and fired up all at the same time. But I think being back on my feet also means that I find peace with what's happened previously and how I move forward from it. Some days I think I've found that peace, but other days I can only concentrate on how much I still have left to do or the feeling itself of unemployment when it happened. The first thing I did to allow myself to get, quote, back on my feet was nothing. I allowed myself to feel the feelings, not search for jobs, and really just take in the moment. And then in terms of 
what I am doing now for that second phase of getting back on my feet, I'm doing some really productive things like taking online editing courses and sprucing up my Excel spreadsheet capabilities. And that's because I'm looking to make a move when I land my next gig. It'll be similar but not in the same industry and field as my old job. I'm going to transfer those skills and in the meantime I've tried to take on new skills that I know will bolster my resume. So for a while I did a lot of nothing and I still do some days of nothing but now to get back on my feet I'm beginning the search, beginning the network, strengthening my own skills and my confidence to go back out there and have to interview, which everyone will have to do. And sometimes that can be so scary. Getting back on your feet doesn't mean getting a new job. Getting back on your feet can mean I'm going to take some time for myself. Getting back on your feet can mean I'm going to take a master class or spruce off, spruce up on my Excel skills. skills. Love, love that. It, love it. It's just, you know, what am I going to do in this time that's going to benefit me in what way? And yeah. whatever way that you want it to be is fine. If you want to look at eye makeup tutorials and, you know, that's how you're going to use your time and and that's yep. how you're going to get back on your feet. That's totally, totally relevant. Totally. There are a lot of people that make a lot of money doing eye makeup tutorials. So, <laughs> yeah. It's and it doesn't you don't even have to make money at it, you know, I'm just saying. But like <laughs> do what feels good for you and if that means you need to work on some you need to have some R&R, have some R&R. Whatever is going to benefit you in that time, just take your time cuz now you have now now you're forced into this kind of openness and what are you going to do with it you know yeah yep one other really important piece of information that I haven't noted previously is what it's like to be furloughed or unemployed during the 2020 coronavirus pandemic and the reason I say that is beyond the larger scope of the pandemic and what that means for a world in shutdown where you're given so much time in your unemployment to truly focus if you wanted to on anything. But beyond that scope, it's also because of the extra federal assistance on the unemployment. I make about $1,000 a week after taxes, which is more, a little bit more, than what I was making in my actual salaried role. And that is true of many millions of people in the United States. So there is a unique twist and really a fortunate moment for people to be unemployed right now not that it's lovely to be unemployed or that you choose it but it is almost a blessing to be unemployed in a moment where there is this extra six hundred dollars a week coming in which can really be substantial for someone my age who's young and doesn't have many bills I can pocket that money and help put it towards making next step decisions or finding my job or any lag in between. That has really been very fortunate, I think. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Hell so yeah. thank you. First and first and I just like thanks Corley for being so vulnerable and honest in in your feedback here because you know you were talking about your salary and like the money of it all yeah, yeah, yeah and it's that you're right it is true for a lot of a lot of americans or a lot of people right now especially people who are in our age group and something that i said to Lindsay when all of this happened was hopefully 
at the end of the day, this will just be a period of time where we were able to save a ton of money because um, right now we're just paying rent and that's Pay- about it. Paying rent, paying our bills and, and but and nothing else. Usually, you know, you're, you're going out to bars, you're buying clothes, you're doing you're, this, you're, you're spending doing, money on this and that. You're, you're paying for just the essentials and then like maybe something fun once in a while that you can do during the pandemic. But we have personally for us, we have been saving a butt ton of money just by not doing any of the extracurriculars, if you will. Yeah. And we're shopping. We shop a lot. Yeah. Part of the extracurriculars. But so hopefully at the end of all of this, yeah, it'll just be a time where we're just we've just saved all of this money and we can put it towards something, whether, you know, whether it's like technology for maybe we'll get a better sound system or set up for the podcast, or <laughs> maybe if you want to go traveling now, you have a little extra dough for that trip since you're not, you know, spending it on spicy margs this summer. Maybe you can spend it, um, spend, you're just having those spicy margs on the Caribbean or wherever yeah, you're, so, wherever you're trying to go in, right. in the Mediterranean, in Spain. <laughs> think big. Yeah. I think She's the big... The biggest part about becoming unemployed is the um, the financial, the the scary, the scary financial part. The of scariest it. part about becoming unemployed is losing that financial security. Mm-hmm. And if for New York, we're all coming from New York. Um, you typically get like five hundred and four dollars a week, but then they added on the extra six. And for me, it definitely was um, helpful, slightly more than what I was making. So. <laughs> Currently, I'm like sitting here making a little bit more than what I was when I was actually employed, which takes that stress off, which, you know, I really, really appreciate. Uh, And we get to that. And most of it's just getting put away for the future and going towards bills um, that will benefit me in the future. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Okay. so next up, Stephanie, Stephanie Gergers. Long story short, Steph and I worked together at VaynerX, and we were both producers, video producers, and she's just such a such a warm human. And I and she was laid off a, about like July of 2019, I or or end of June 2019, like in that area, almost it's like a, a little over a year ago. Um, so non, pre yeah non corona pre corona and she has you know she went through it we thought it would be really interesting to kind of get her perspective someone's perspective that didn't go through it during this pandemic so we'll listen to to Stephanie hey Lindsay and Nicole I'm so excited for you guys for this new podcast let's talk peaches and I couldn't be more honored to be part of this current episode I know you guys are talking about unemployment and so here's a little bit of my experience well currently I do work in television um, and I pretty much help run the operations of the show that I work on which is a broadcast office manager for CBS this morning currently Um, before this job if I can rewind a little bit I was laid off I was a producer and um, I got laid off, which was really tragic for me because it was my dream job. And uh, my whole department 
was laid off and that was my first experience with being unemployed so I was unemployed I would say for about two months after that happened and during that experience I just had to figure out what I wanted to do with myself it took a minute for the shock to wear off first and foremost and then to go through the anger and then from there to be able to get to a place where I had to start getting on the grind again and that took a minute but it did give me time to think about what I really wanted and how I wanted to approach it. So during that time of my unemployment I pretty much just kind of really just dis- rediscovering who Stephanie is without a job. A lot of the time people do use their job to define them and I realized that a part of me was that person so I had to figure out how to not make my job define me and rediscover who Stephanie was what her passions were what she loves to do and to get myself back on track and figure out what my next move was to a lot of people two months isn't a long time to be unemployed for me it just felt like forever because like I said before I've never been in that predicament where I was laid off And at that point, that was the first time where I decided I made a choice within myself to be like, okay, I'm going to look for jobs. But if I read the description, it doesn't make me feel happy. I'm going to keep moving. But if I feel like it sparked joy, like Marie Kondo says, um, then I apply for it. Because usually before it was always, I'm just getting a job. I'm just getting a job. I'm just getting a job. But now I forced myself to be in a place where now I really had to get in touch with my emotions and my feelings to figure out what I wanted to do next. And once I landed that job, it was just like a breath of fresh air because that definitely gave me a different perspective that I never had before. That experience not only made me stronger, but it made me realize that one, I need to start putting my myself first, most importantly. Two, I need to always make sure that I don't let my work define me, but I define myself as a person. And so being being on that phase of being unemployed, that was like a life teaching lesson. And being able to have more faith within myself, within God, And just being able to take it a day at a time. And sometimes when situations happen, you you lose a lack of faith. You start to question yourself. You start to, you doubt yourself. And all of those emotions came within me. I just had to be in a place where I had to fight for positive thinking at all times. Make sure I surrounded myself by uh, positive people. And that I constantly just kept my 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 thought, my well-being in a place of positivity, positivity, which meant just always making sure that I'm getting positive wording come to me. And without those things, it will be hard when something like that happens to you, whether it could be anything, it doesn't have to be a loss of a job. With anything going on in life, you just have to try to stay positive and keep yourself in that positive space. Keep people that influence you in a positive way, that motivate you, that support you, and show you love. Because when it gets dark, those are the times where you are going to need all those people to surround you and lift you up. 
and thank God for the friends that I have because I was able to do that and my fiance was able to do the same thing being on my corner and motivating me and getting me off the couch to be like all right today we're going out just to enjoy being out and taking in a beautiful scenery it just doesn't matter what it is you just have to get to a place where once you get over that hump of that sadness push yourself to get to a place of happiness and that will be able to push you to get through all of the hard obstacles that come your way because remember i mean as cliche as it sounds god doesn't put anything in your way that you can't handle and and that was my situation and i had to believe that i had to have faith in it and all of that helped with the support of my family my friends and just constantly feeding myself with with just positive vibes and so that's my advice for anyone who who is going through any troubling times um you know in their life journey but anyways Lindsay and nicole Thank you so much once again for letting me be a guest on Let's Talk Peaches. And I can't wait to see how this goes and pans out for the future. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's also important to mention that the moment I or the day that I got laid off or maybe it was the day, the second day, the day after or whatever, Steph FaceTimed me and was like, it's going to be okay. You're going to be sad but it's going to be okay. Like she was just very big sister vibes. Um, I've always gotten like big sister vibes from, from Steph, but she's just a lovely human. She's so lovely. And we have yet to see the most amazing things from her. She already is amazing, but we've yet to see the most amazing. And I don't think she even knows it yet. So you, Steph, you go girl, you go girl. (laughs) But I think it was very interesting to listen to this, knowing that she didn't go through what she went through during Corona times because she's saying a lot of the same things as people who are going through a similar thing now. Mm -hmm. And that being, I took some time for myself. I didn't go and apply to jobs right away. I kind of redefined who I am to myself because Mm -hmm. we live in a world where we feel very defined by our jobs and sometimes we really like that and sometimes we don't and we are more than our jobs we are more yeah. than our professions and cuz life is a is a big large balance between so many different things and even like and i think a job t- can mean different things to different people like there are some people that live to work and work to live and yeah. and and sometimes I don't even necessarily mean that as like a work ethic thing. I mean that as some people go to work and don't love what they do. And some people go to work, have made what they love to do their work. Like I love film. I love production. I got to go to work and do what I love. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm a very like career oriented person, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's all I am. And so when I was became unemployed I had to redefine who I was because for the last three years of my life I I was a worker I was a worker bee and I was very career oriented but like I think it's you you're forced to be like okay cool so like what areas of my life can I give a little more love to right now and like yeah I definitely am a big family person so I like drove into family I still put things towards career because I count my like all of my projects as my career yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and um but I also and like and self-care me me 
Like, who am I? Like, it's such a big question, but it's, it's very so important. But it is very important because you're more than just five things. You're more than just your friends. You're more than just your family. You're more than just your job. You're more than just you're more than the money that you make. Life is a big balance, and it it was it's a chance to figure out what needs more of you. Yeah. So, and I also love. You know, the phrase that she said, the universe, you know, will never put anything in your path that you can't handle. Yeah. And I think that's very true. And a lot of the times, I don't think I've heard many stories where someone had faced a challenging time, whether that be unemployment or whatever have you, and say, and, and you know, not come out better for it. As long as you stick with it. As long as you as have you a st- positive outlook and you as do long the work. As, yeah. Tragedy. And she even describes it as it was it was a tragedy for her. It was tragic yeah. for her. And it can be for a lot of people. You can't avoid the tragedies of life. No. You're not going to, you know, and, and different events hold different weight for different people. You know, for me, it, it was it was definitely a tragedy, but not earth, earth shattering. I don't know. My point is we have to look at tragedy and say it's not about necessarily handling it. It's more feeling it, giving it the respect it deserves, this feeling, this emotion, this event figuring out how you feel about it and how you want to move forward, but not wallowing. That's important. You want to feel the feelings. You want to give yourself time to process what's happening. And and then it's like with the question of like, well, how do you process it? Sometimes it's literally just like sitting down and letting yourself feel those feelings. Sometimes it's going for a walk and meditating. But once you've processed it, you got to start to do the work to to move forward. You know, yeah, and and and, and it's not necessarily going to be a diagonal line in the upwards position. Yeah, it might be <laughs> up and downs because, mm-hmm. like I said before, I still even like you know two and a half months later get waves of anxiety about like about the future or the, the unknown of yeah. the future is kind of unknown right now. So she says, I was unemployed for two months, which doesn't sound long, which it doesn't. Two months is not a long time in the grand scheme of life. But here we are almost three months into, let's see, April, May, June, July. I mean, how many how many months have we just like been in quarantine? And it's like, it hasn't even been that long, but it feels like it, it feels, feels like, like it's taken over. Yeah. I don't know if it's kind of tragic. It's kind of scary. But like when you can't breathe, when yeah. you're having a hard time breathing, mm-hmm. and especially like right now, when you're having a hard time breathing, it feels like a, a second feels like a minute and a minute feels like an hour. Yeah. And that's kind of like you feel like, oh, I can't breathe. I don't know when it's going to end and like where time is suspended. But it's going to be over so quick. And I just know that there's going to be a day where this moment of my life is over. And I now I'm getting some anxieties about, okay, have I really done everything I need to do during this time? All of these things. So kind of like appreciate it. I, well, yeah, you have, have I appreciated it, it enough? Have I, have I used it the, as efficiently as possible? But I also don't think, you know, everyone's like, how do I be productive? How do I be the most efficient? And sometimes the best way to be productive and efficient for yourself is to just take this summer vacation for what it is. Yeah, live in the moment. It's whatever feels right for you, you know? Yeah. So we have one more PTO from another Steph from Steph number two, and her name is Stephanie Post, uh, and she is another lovely lady that I used to work with. But she was someone that was furloughed for three months and has since been, gone back has to been work. hired back. So, so now she is currently working. She's again employed. Hi, so I work in production. 
I was furloughed for two months during the pandemic. For me, in the beginning, my furlough was a very confusing, upsetting, hard time. I didn't really know what to do with all this time um, that I now had available because I had spent my whole life working. Um, you know, internships, summer jobs, jobs right out of school, nonstop, essentially. Um, but then with the help um, and support of friends and loved ones, I came to understand that that time could be used to reflect on myself and, and what I really needed, which is something that I think I neglected to do in the past just because I would be, you know, burnt out from the day and, and didn't want to sit down and think about how I felt. Um, so for me, the experience was pretty positive. I learned that um, I do need to set boundaries in work and life and that there are things that I need to work on personally. Um, but I also gained the knowledge that I now know more clearly what I'm interested in doing and, and who I want to do these things with and who I want to surround myself with. Um, so while this journey has been you know, quite a few ups and downs and, and confusing from time to time. It's been a really great experience to think on myself and, and my own needs. Um, and I think that that experience has actually given me more confidence now re-entering the workplace um, because I do now know better anyway who I am. Um, I think that like actually figuring myself out will still take time. Um, but if anyone does have this time, I definitely encourage you to take a day, take a week, whatever you can take. Just take a minute and really think about yourself and what you need um, and what you want. Because while this is hard and, and confusing and stressful, um, there may not be another moment where you do get to sit back and say to yourself, is this is this me? Is this what I want? Is this the future I want? Is this where I want to go? Um, I know I never had that time. Um, so I'm, I feel very lucky that it, it was somehow a positive experience for me. Um, and also know that I'm very lucky to have my job back. Um, so yeah, I guess, um, that's how I feel about having had that time. Um, yeah. <laughs> just like another interesting kind of perspective of she's back now and she really appreciates what the time from everyone that we've heard I think I feel like everyone kind of touched upon this was you know take this time to reflect on yourself and take this time to meditate on am I happy who's in my life that I can lean on or in not even lean on but just like uses a positive influence in my life to stay driven and stay happy and not and not be in such a dark place because for some people unemployment initially is very scary and very you know it can be some what of a depressing thing to some people but it, yeah. it really you know out of all of the people that we've talked to everyone has come out better for just taking some time for themselves it reinforces this notion that you know I am I am unbreakable. 
um, or even if I do break, I'll be okay. And um, emotionally, people, we can break. No one should be going jumping off buildings or speeding with with, with not wearing a seatbelt. All of those things. But I think, <laughs> um, I think that we're resilient. Resilient is the better yes. way. Like we are, we as a human species are resilient beings. And we can handle a lot. Uh, and emotions, I think, are one of the hardest things to handle as a person. Feeling them, processing them. them, understanding them, reacting to them. And it's about processing and, yeah. and, coming, and coming out kind of like from the ashes, like a phoenix. And being laid off, being unemployed doesn't have to be an embarrassing or... Um, no. It doesn't have to be an, an embarrassing or shameful thing. No. You not know, at all. You nope. take you take what life throws at you and you take some lemons and you make some lovely lemonade and take some peaches and make some peachyade or I don't know, peach no, juice. Good try, good try. So <laughs> but <laughs> go ahead. So to to wrap it up, um I think some key takeaways are if if you've become unemployed recently, if you're worried about becoming unemployed, like it's okay. It's okay. Feel those feelings if you have them. And if take the time, use it use it to your advantage. Yep. Use it to your advantage. Rediscover who you are if you want to. This is your time. This is your time to really focus on yourself and you should do that and be excited about it and t- and appreciate this time really. And everyone who has who has talked about it in this episode, so Lindsay, Steph, Steph, Mike, Coralie, that's it. Five people have all had somewhat positive experiences. Yeah, I would say we all had positive. All ex- had positive experiences mm-hmm. with unemployment in some way. So it's not I, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's it's you know it's just it's just redefining it's, normal. It's it's just a, it's just a blip in your journey. It's just a you know a stop on the road trip of life. Yeah, and. I think you really you discover a lot about yourself, and I think the word resilient is, you know, it's a big one. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna be just fine. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be just you are. Gonna I'm be fine. Just fine. I'm not worried about. I'm not. I wasn't worried about you at all. I'm not worried about you at all. No. No matter. I'm not worried about me. <laughs> you're like a cat. You're gonna land on your feet. Yeah. Like a kitty. I mean, I am on my feet. In the words of oh, Michael Santiel, interesting. I was yeah. never off of my feet. I'm on my feet. I'm just, I'm just taking steps forward because life is, life is moving right along. Of course, yeah. So I really appreciate. We both really appreciate everyone that took the time to, um, took the time to record and send in their send advice. In little, have little PTO moments on the podcast. Thank you so much. Everyone said such wonderful, lovely things and. We appreciate we, everybody. Yeah. We hope you guys found some comfort in this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for our second official episode. I, I, thank you so much for coming back. Can't yeah. can't say thank you. Yeah. And I can't believe you're I think I can't believe you're back for a third time. If you could leave a review, subscribe to us on all of the major platforms. If, if you haven't already, please go to our Instagram, let's talk underscore peaches and give us a follow. That really helps boost this podcast and gets it out there. Leave a comment on if you're unemployed or if you were furloughed or what have you, even if you still have a job. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you have anything, if you know someone, if you have like a good story, anything else to tell say us, on the topic. Tell us how your employment or unemployment experience has been throughout this and throughout this pandemic or in general if you have anything lovely to say any any advice throw it throw it in the comments yeah yep 
And with that, with that, thanks for so much for tuning in. Bye, peaches. Bye, peaches. Bye.